Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni. And I'm Manny. And today we have on a very, very, very special guest, the president of my fraternity, Shachoff. What's up, everyone? Pleasure meeting you. Uh, so Shachoff's my boy. I've only known him not for too long since I got here. The moment I got here, he was like, Yoni, what's up? Very outgoing guy. Um, loves A-Pi, all that jazz big fan he's israeli like myself i'm pretty sure that's how we connected when i met you at splash very likely yeah oh that was at splash huh that's when i first met you yeah or club fair crazy and he's like i need this kid so (laughs) then he convinced me he just you know yeah we all know here at bu that shachov he's a good schmoozer very good schmoozer yeah that's in the israeli genes certified yeah but so obviously Shachov's from Israel. So how'd you end up at BU Shachov? Give us the rundown. So I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you my whole story life actually, since you asked for it. Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> so uh, born and raised in Israel, a city outside of Jerusalem. It's called Modi'in. Um, been there practically my entire life up until the age of 15 and 11 months. Now the military cut of age in Israel is 16. Therefore, um, my parents thought it's the only opportunity to move to the States before I'm 16 because uh, I'm the oldest of four siblings. So uh, that was like a buzzer beater they had there, like yeah. right at the kind of like, <laughs> yeah, they, let's they go. Yeah. Yalla. So yeah, exactly. Literally um, moved here uh, one month before I would have had to stay and serve in the military. Uh, went to California high school for about two and a half years. Um, volleyball, wrestling, cross country. Wrestling? Yeah, I, wrestled. I did not know that. Yeah. Or the volleyball. Yeah. Or the cross country. What'd you think? I didn't know you played sports. Yoni, I've, that's your I've, brother. I've seen him play basketball. I, I, I'm pretty bad at it. <laughs> he <laughs> is. He made one three, though. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I need new shoes. I was like, okay. Curry. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. yeah, so I did a good amount of sports in high school. Wanted to live that Disney kind of experience of high school, you know, in California. Learned how to surf. Learned how to snowboard. In California, there's snow. You'd be surprised. Yeah, up north. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. There you go. And then I had a decision upon graduation. So I applied to a good amount of schools, got into some really good schools for computer science. However, when we were, we, when we got the bills, um, my parents and I, we saw, shit, this is expensive. So my dad came up to me, he said, look, like truthfully, we don't have the finances at the moment to send you to college. So you have three options. Either go to a four-year university, pursue your degree and take a good amount of loans or go serve in the military, which is what we're trying to avoid. Or you have that third option, which is kind of like a middle ground, go to a community college for two years. You're not going to get the college experience. You're not going to be able to join a fraternity, do student government, a lot of the stuff that I wanted to do. Get that typical college experience of going to the gym, the dining hall, and living in a huge residence hall with, you know, a good amount of people, freshmen. It's, you know, the dream. (laughs) It is the American dream. dream. And uh, I was very upset by it but i had to make the responsible decision of just going to a community college so went there for about two years for exactly two years got my four associate degrees in computer science computer science um computer science computer studies math and physics okay. um, 
Yeah, I did. I was on the varsity dive team and actually made it to states where I got last place. <laughs> but states. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah. And uh, I think that's about it. After um, managing to maintain a 392 GPA uh, with taking 90 credits over two years, which is why I'm graduating early, essentially. Um, then uh, I was able to transfer to a good amount of schools, got into Columbia, Boston University, NYU, UCLA. However, Bro, because you should not come here. Fuck UCLA. UCLA. <laughs> Truthfully, UCLA was my top school, right? <laughs> Manny's like, fuck UCLA. <laughs> the only reason that I got to be you that I ended up coming here is A, I wanted to go to the Northeast, get as far as possible away from California, especially after living with my parents and being at home for two years. Yeah. Right. And I wanted to, yeah, and I, I wanted to be able to, you know, go to a school that operates in person. So three months before I transferred, yeah. COVID hit, um, every other school went online completely. Wow. Yeah no dining halls no fraternity no residence halls you know outside of BU a, sh- a good amount of alumni donated a shit, ton, a shit ton of money I think it was about 17 million dollars to BU for us to get two COVID tests per week and completely be supervised with four testing centers it was huge um, mm-hmm. and it made all over the news and I was like wow I got into my safety school and that's what they're doing I should probably just go there so yeah I took the easy way out I got my college experience perfect middle ground and here I am Wow. So without COVID, you wouldn't be here. You'd probably be at UCLA or Columbia. Exactly. Something like that. But, ha- but how's it been? It's been good. You know, I, I mean, I'm here. So yeah, exactly. Sometimes <laughs> better now. But uh, I got here only a year before Yona did. Yeah. And uh, oh, wow. I promised myself that unlike what I did in my community college, where I was the president of this and that and founded this and that club and did 40 hours of work, internships, 21 units a semester. Um, I promised myself that I will not be doing all that stuff here at BU, but I still am. Do you still, I was <laughs> going to say, like, what are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> it kind of just chased, chased me. Once you established work ethics, it never goes away. Wecht is a perfect example of it. Oh, yeah. We'll have him on. Yeah. <laughs> David Goggins. Yeah. 5 a.m. Testosterone, caffeine. Have you ever gone with him on a 5 a.m. workout? I tried. I, I ditched. <laughs> so we bad. have a, my, one of my pledge brothers, he, uh, he gets up at like 5.30 every morning to go work out on the weekdays. And it, when that gym's in, because the fit rec opens at like 6 a.m. So he's like there when it opens. 6.05. No matter, no matter like how late he goes to bed, he's, he's there. Yeah, six. like I'm pretty sure he goes to bed around like 10, 11. So like he's he's like, you don't need more than seven hours. Yeah. Like he not. won't sleep. I bet on the weekends he doesn't sleep in either. He doesn't know what sleep is. Like but, yeah. one time we had a rush event and he, you know, was getting a little, get a little funky. He was pretty fucked. He was pretty drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like i was like dude it was a thursday so like tomorrow he would still have to go to the gym according to his schedule at 6 a.m and i'm like you going to the gym at 6 a.m tomorrow he's like yes sir (laughs) (laughs) of course and i'm like dude this guy's gonna be hung but anyways yeah um might be better truthfully yeah no but shahaf try it yeah (laughs) shahaf he's like whacked except his sleep schedule is the exact opposite like you go to bed at like 3 a.m and wake up like i mean still not like late but like probably yeah but like you know what what goes to bed early <laughs> yeah. no, uh, my sleep schedule is very messy right now i'll probably go to bed at like 2 3 a.m ish waking up at like 8 or 9 6 hours of sleep is all you need uh i wake up grab a coffee i what motivates me to get up in the morning is scheduling a coffee date a week in advance with someone random truthfully either oh, wow. 
from Instagram or from Hillel. Literally, just reaching Shahaf out to someone. Loves coffee dates. I love coffee and dates. And you don't have to pay, right? The exactly. Hillel. Yeah. Hillel so he has like the Hillel credit card, and he just takes people on coffee dates. But what does that even mean? It's like so, you just are like you get there's coffee. This, there's this thing here at Hillel because because there is a huge Jewish community that's called Coffee Crew. And because there is a good Jewish community, they're kind of paying people like myself who are very involved within the student body about 250 bucks uh, a semester, both as a check and both for coffee. So 500 bucks total to take other students who are not very involved within the Jewish community and are Jewish to coffee. So I didn't know you got paid. What happens if you don't use the full 250? Do they take it it back? No, no. You just keep the remainder. Yeah, but I have, in order to actually get the check at the end, you have to have a certain amount of coffee dates. 25 coffee dates. You probably surpassed. I did all of it throughout Rush. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He just uses the coffee dates for Rush, (laughs) for rushing. (laughs) It works really well. No, it's literally like a beautiful, because we're Jewish fraternity. So it's like you're doing your job. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. It's like nice young Jewish men. Now, the best thing about it, I just scheduled them for 8 a.m. and or 9 a.m. And that way I just have to wake up early and I can't really miss it or be late. You know, it's it's my coffee date. So I kind of just wake up on time. And then your day starts at like 9.30. That's great. Go to the library, go to classes, come back, drink a little bit. And no, I'm joking. Uh, Shachov. Yeah. Was Yoni a good pledge? <laughs> if you want to get into it, uh, he was he was mediocre. He wasn't the top. He wasn't the worst. Um, towards the end, I was a baller. Yeah, towards the end, you were a baller. Yeah, I got to give it to you. Like, the last <laughs> two weeks, you yeah. killed it. Um, I would say probably, like, his buddy Oscar and Alex Wecht, the superhuman Alex Wecht. Um, yeah. Now, Oscar, our, my pledge brother, had COVID. And then, so he was out for 10 days when the quarantine rule was 10 days. And then he had long team of eggs and had COVID fog. And so then he just, like, <laughs> for like a month. COVID fog. Ill. My ass. But, yeah, we all make fun of him, but he's like, oh, um, serious. <laughs> We're all like, fuck you, Kilgore. You know, the funniest thing is, <laughs> who's my big air name? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is funny. How okay. did he roll into Oscar? So I, there's been a lot of guys out with COVID in my pledge class, so there's still a few guys I'm meeting for the first time, and last night I met this kid in my pledge class. He's like 5'8", and just ridiculously big. <laughs> like basically like, alex west yeah. yeah i, I he was yeah. like i can deadlift 500 i can bench three plates and i can squat 415 i'm like jesus yeah he's not like white's like really athletic he's our, our athletic chair but he did wrestle like what where did he go he to school a, trinity college what is that d3 i mean yeah. d3 wrestling Still, yeah he, he was a d3 wrestler and then he was like screw that i did high school and i'm always almost as good you know what? yeah what's really ironic is alex wecht he hates sports and he's our athletic chair he like, doesn't sports. watch any sports no, no, and he wrestles sports he just doesn't like them like he doesn't he's not interested yeah, i asked him about it actually once uh quote unquote it's a waste of time because he's too busy on the grind studying the constitution at five in the morning M- he's studying the constitution at five in the morning no he does I, manny you know that there's like this tiktok guy who's like a, a law student yeah yeah he oh, says like every morning literally he wakes up studies the constitution it's, <laughs> it's so funny um, um no i was i was saying so i transferred you to bu i promised myself yeah. i won't get involved um but kind of like once you establish the discipline and work ethics he kind of chases you forever um so now I ended up finding myself the president of the fraternity after only one semester. Um, so I pledged. Yoni could never. Yoni could never. 
who, who knows who knows you know but but you could never yeah you could never <laughs> yeah um but um no nah, so uh i did one semester of pledging then one semester of being a scribe and then i became the president oh, you're the scribe. i was the scribe which is why oscar that's bitch work yeah <laughs> literally is you just do exactly what the president tells you to do it's a secretary um, and then I also became the student body treasurer, where I get to manage about an $80,000 budget for the student body per semester, a good amount of money, so 160 overall. Um, that goes through like artists coming up, the spring concert, a bunch of activities, initiatives. Who you bring it out? Yeah, who's, who's coming, Shachav? <laughs> what? I you should bring, a, wow, you should bring a little baby. Surprise. I'm bringing Rihanna. Off podcast, will tell me. <laughs> that would be sick. I mean, 80K is a lot. I didn't know there was a spring concert. I guess I haven't been here for yeah, a spring I'm bringing Mac Miller, actually. <laughs> That's fucked up. For a second, I was like, no way. I have a photo poster. You did not there. just, you did not just say yeah, no like, way when he said. It was a joke. I wanted to see if you caught up to it. Wait, okay. This is kind of new topic. Um, yeah. Speaking of artists, I don't know. I'm sure uh, the viewers have seen all the stuff going on with Kanye West. Yeah. And all like the crazy stuff he posted about uh, Pete yeah. Davidson. Well, now he's releasing a new album. But the only way you can buy it is if you buy this $200 speaker. Wait, it's too, I thought it was a streaming platform. I saw him post. He said something about how like like the music industry is like taking advantage of artists. Oh, my gosh. Like it's not so like for Donda. <laughs> is it an NFT? So I was like. So he's like, I'm not putting on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon Music or any of that. But you, so you have to like get my STEM player and go to like stemplayer.com. And I thought it would be like another streaming service, like his own streaming service that I'd have to pay like 10 bucks a month for. But no, it's just it's a, spe- like it's a physical speaker. It's a physical speaker and it says Donda ships with it. And it's a $200 oh. speaker, which is just so foul. Can it only play it Donda is. or could you play other music? Can with you it? imagine all the can only play Donda? <laughs> Donda? Kanye would make it that way. He'd yeah. be like, you can only listen to Donda too. And people would buy it too. The oh, there it's going to well, be. Uh, yeah, because he, he posted something like, um, there's only 67,000 right now. And we're making, I think, like 3,000 more per day. And it's going to sell out every day, right? So then we're just talking 3,000 times 200. This guy's just going to make $600,000 every day off of this. I mean, the guy's <laughs> an internet guru practically, you know? He knows how to run it. I mean, the guy, like, I don't know if it's like, I mean, I think unintentionally he is like being very good at promoting himself and his image and his products, which he doesn't really need because he's always already famous. But I think, He's not even meaning to like he's just like bipolar and he's like he went from sorry. 10 million followers <laughs> he is what he, he went from like 10 million followers to 14 million in like three days really yeah i noticed i thought i thought he would have more than 14 million followers but i think that's because he's not very active on instagram but no yeah he um he's diagnosed with bipolar right manny I'm yeah sure that's, yeah you know you know what's funny actually speaking of like rap culture and whatever you know who pulled up to fit rick the other day yeah oh my god manny i didn't mention this you know corday the yeah. rapper the guy with the list he knows who that is wow like i, well, I, I got two million followers on instagram it's only because the Puma he's not trying yeah. whatever i like yeah. i like corday yeah he pulled up to bu gym and he and he was balling and you get hey, who would who would <laughs> uh, a brother in our fraternity him. was guarding him it's not our brother it's the brother <laughs> the brother was he in buckets yeah. or what so corday is ass at basketball fun fact 
he yeah. was straight he wasn't even bricking it he was boarding it just hitting the backboard you know Jeez, man. i so yeah i went so funny enough like i was just coincidentally going to the uh fit rec the fitness and recreation center at the same time as corday was gotcha. gone so then to work out and so i just went up to the basketball courts and i would and i checked out Yegev or our brother i saw him get a steal on corday i was like no yo way. but then he missed Did he you gap corday up or what he missed he well there's a, a another guy back so he shot a floater and missed it over the guy so you yeah. can't really you guys not very good either shout out yeah, to you he, he's better than corday but he's our exchequer he's managing our finance so like everyone like everyone in the fraternity got selfies with corday except i just didn't have the patience to wait till he finished playing so i just left and worked out because oh. i'm all about myself self craft um, the been so far truthfully what and working out yeah. oh manny will tell you bro i used to be i i mean i still am but like i was like absolutely shredded really back in quarantine um yeah yoni was just sliced and diced as yeah i am I and i essentially inspired manny to work out it's a pleasure and now Manny's uh, huge. yeah i started yeah. working out before i knew you were huge but yes you you definitely but i am i amped up his uh, his discipline wow yeah he did do that he did yeah. do that Yoni, Yoni hit me with the adage that, that I keep with me to this day. He told me, you think all fat people want to be fat? No. At some point, every person says, fuck this. I don't like how I look. I'm going to do something about it. And they get super motivated. And they start dieting and they start going to the gym. And they lose a few pounds. And then one morning, their 7 a.m. alarm goes off and they're like, I just want to sleep. And they don't have the motivation and they hit snooze on that thing. And just like that, they're still fat. Okay. That's why it's not about motivation because motivation comes in waves. What it's about is discipline. discipline. It's about saying to yourself, I'm going to do this. I'm committing to doing this. I'm going to get it done. Wow. Get and Alex <laughs> I don't know that if I said why... it as inspiring as Manny did, but that's essentially what I was basically like. It's not about motivation. It's that, about discipline. That was actually very inspiring. It's, <laughs> that's it's why actually... my genuinely it's a really good breakdown of kind of like you know the difference between discipline and motivation um i don't know what it is like i would say weight is definitely more disciplined and motivated discipline is kind of keeping motivation in line that, that was very inspiring manny like no yeah that. and yeah. You gonna say? that's I'll why my senior year my senior year i played basketball in the winter and then football in the spring and i lifted every day during both of those seasons even though i practice every day as well and he was I just a sore motherfucker. There were mornings I was like, what is wrong with me? And then I was like, but I said I'd do it and I'd go to the gym. And yeah. Good shit. Good easy shit. Yeah, yeah. Manny would be an easy bit here. I'll give you a bit. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Dude, if I ever if I ever want to like leave really nice weather for really terrible weather. You'll come to be. <laughs> You'll come to be. Yeah. It's actually getting a lot nicer now. No, dude, man, it's today. It's like sixty. Yeah, I'm and sweating sunny. here. Yeah, it's really hot. It is hot considered in here nice, the... Yoni. Dude, it's so nice, and like there's it's Today's windy, cold so it's like in the highest seventy three. Uh, <laughs> Can you just die? No. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's like the dorms have not uh, acclimated to the nicer weather. They still like think it's like. 20 degrees outside so it's like they're blasting the heat even though we don't really need the heat in the dorm so like it's hot as balls it's in here wait yeah it is really hot. How, and like my what's the coldest day you guys have had like how cold has it gone like 15 10 no yeah i think it's gone negative 
It's got negative at some point. Yeah, Jeez. definitely negative. I hate Boston. Oh. I love Boston. Never mind. And like, yeah, as and you know, like, there's been days where it's like 10, 15, but like the with the wind chill, like it will say it feels like negative nine or something. That's usually that's a lot of days. Not a lot of days, but like the average temperature is probably like around freezing, like thirty. I would say I it's different now. It's gonna get definitely warmer towards March, which means darties. I love darties so much better than basement parties. Um, but uh, I mean that means also like playing spike ball, going on actual runs, like fuck the treadmill, you know. Oh fuck the treadmill. Yeah. Wait, why are you on the oh. treadmill, man? Get on yeah. the bench. Yeah, I don't run the treadmill. There you go. You know, Aiton runs in the truck three miles like a day. That's ridiculous. Aiton Levy? Yeah. Uh, do you wow. know any other Aiton? I feel like the, I you know, know there I'm is another Aiton. I tried to rush him. His name is Aiton Rosen. He's on the soccer team. Wow, it's like the mix of Jake Rosen and Aiton Levy. A lot of Jewish names. A lot of Jewish names. A lot of Jewish school. A lot of it's a very. Wait, we have an Andrew Levy in my frat. He hasn't told me, but he's obviously a Jew. He's he's Jewish. Well, is it? Yeah. Is he the the cake word? (laughs) Whoa! He said cake. He said cake. Second, (laughs) say the cake word. (laughs) Yochav, you want to hear my Hebrew name? What is it? Yehuda. Yehuda. So, so are, you, are you Judah? Like, uh, that's my middle name. Yeah. Okay. There. No. Nice. Emmanuel, but it's it's spelled with an I instead of an I E. Uh, Yonatan. Emmanuel. Yeah. Yonatan. What would my like American name be? My American yes, name? My no. American name. Oh. Shachaf. You know my wrestling coach is Joseph. Joseph. Uh, that's my dad's American name. My dad's Yossi. Yossi. Yeah. Yeah, Yossi, Yosef, Joseph, yeah. and then that can be Joe. So really, my dad's name could be Joe. Shachaf. His last name's Dan, which is just such a first name. He has a first name, last name. So I'll give you a little breakdown about that last name, actually, if you want, like, a little story. Yeah, is there is there a story behind this? There's a huge story behind it. Oh, wow. So Dan comes from Dahan, which is a Moroccan last name. I'm Sephardic in my regions, for the main part. Um, and then that's it means painter in Moroccan Arabic. Uh, and it's a very common Jewish last name for a lot of Jews from Morocco because a very common job that, w- that Jews were allowed to have, unlike uh, doing business and whatever, is being a painter. So at around the age of 11, 12, my grandpa, um, Yosef, uh, Joseph, passed away. And um, the entirety of my dad's family just became extremely religious. Um, and they all started wearing like the tzitzit and the black and white clothing yeah. and have the payas and whatnot. Oh, wow. It, it just came to the point where my dad didn't want to be affiliated with that to a certain extent and removed the H symbolizing the Hashem from the last name, hence the Dan instead of the Han. Got you. Okay. Interesting, wow. right? So like you grew up in a religious household? I grew up in a very conservative household religiously, so it wasn't secular, it wasn't reformed, but it wasn't very orthodox. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, like, I'll wrap the filling, you know, I'll do Kiddush every Friday, but, uh, and I would keep kosher, but I wouldn't, like, go pray every Saturday morning. Yeah, that's basically me. Were you allowed to touch women? What's up? Were you allowed to touch women? Yes, I'm not Shamil Nagia. Yeah, that one's Shamil Five. surprisingly enough. Let's go. Does, you know Yoni has a girlfriend? I thought he has like three. <laughs> wait, wait, who, who are you going to say my girlfriend is? I just wanted to hear what his response was. Oh, <laughs> that is actually 
I thought it was a good response. That was, yeah, that was I, pretty. I, mean, I didn't deserve an Oscar. I guess that's that. like yeah. <laughs> playing along with it. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a question. What is your favorite part of America? Favorite part and of America. Don't, don't say Yoni. Uh, how'd you know? You knew it. You tell, no, okay. Um, so actually, I went to Las Vegas this past October. Oh yeah, with all the seniors. Um, it's my least favorite part of America. Wait, sorry, I dropped something. It's my least favorite part of America. Um, you didn't like Vegas? No, I lost so much money, dude. <laughs> so bad. You don't have the Persian what games. Luck. I don't have the Persian luck. I don't have the Persian. What games? Luck. What games were you playing? Blackjack and a lot of roulette. Roulette. Dude, roulette is not the way to go. It's not the way. Well, it depends. Blackjack... If you bet on the color, it's like decent odds. But if you bet on like, so actually, <laughs> I so you were not picking numbers. I did play back blackjack for a little bit. It started with about four hundred dollars, went up to about six fifty. Then I started playing roulette over and over and over again. One hundred red easily, two hundred black easily, one hundred and twenty eight. Right now, lost everything. How much would you win if it landed on twenty eight though? Like, what are the odds? A lot, a lot. I think it's I, I didn't actually put it on one number. But yeah, I like, split it like interesting here, there. That's like I was very drunk, and there were very beautiful girls right next to me. And you were just like you had to impress them. No, I just yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I was living the culture. Yeah. yeah. No, I like blackjack though. I fuck with blackjack. I think it's more like we should do like a you can play night, smarter, like not a rush event. No, yeah, no, sure. I mean, we basically did that one time. Jake Manazade, who we had on the podcast, is basically he runs, <laughs> yeah, po- he just runs blackjack like casually. Like he's the dealer, like he knows how to do everything. Like, yeah. he's, and he's doing it well, he's doing it fast. You can't even calculate. Like, yeah, like, good, yeah. yeah, like what if he's like stealing money from us somehow <laughs> and we just don't know? He <laughs> <laughs> probably is. Him. No, Jake is like an expert gambler, essentially. Yeah, he's, I hope he stays successful and doesn't lose all of his money do a lot of guys you know sports bet yes yeah. it's big and like a lot of college dudes do it surprisingly and i was like pretty shocked when i got here yeah it's, it's a guys... huge culture like in college i would say sports betting is huge thing. it's a college thing yeah is it big in israel like with, no, like really. my... i mean uh total lotto hmm. yeah it's like it's it's like there's some sports gambling it's mainly like soccer basketball and yeah. there's a lot of horse betting I'll be surprised horse race betting yeah there's yeah. horse tracks in israel no but they barely uh on europe oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah like that makes huge, sense yeah recent like huge trend in israel i don't know why i can't explain it everyone in my family specifically and friends from back home they just got into it everyone bets 100 shekels 200 shekels immediately on uh this random horse that they did zero research about in france it makes <laughs> absolutely zero, zero sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> That sounds like NFTs. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like people buying scam NFTs. Yeah, um, uh, NFTs. That's a whole different conversation, truthfully. Yeah. yeah. Are you into it? Nah, I am. I just don't have the money to buy them. Yes, that's a freaking problem. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I barely have money to pay dues. <laughs> right. I'm taking all the, these the JLF classes. Yeah. And stuff. Many. Do they have like at your hill? Do they have classes you can take where they pay you money? I don't know. Because I'm not as active in Hillel as you guys are. I'm not even that active in Hillel, but like yeah, it's, it's money. It's know? money. I mean, okay, so you can way, make a lot of money in college just through Jewish organizations. The way it works, so we have Meor, Chabad, and Hillel here. Meor, so each one of them offers you a class throughout the semester. Each class is ten sessions, 
um, and it's X amount of money per session. You just have to attend nine out of 10. You get free lunch or dinner, whenever that is. And um, you get a check at the end if you attended all the classes. Mayor offers you 400 bucks per semester and you can take as many classes as you want. JLF, which, which is through Hillel, offers you $300 and Chabad offers you 250. Um, you do each class, which is three hours, four hours tops per semester, like per week per semester. Um, you make, what is it? 790, almost $1,000. Um, oh, you take all three at once. <laughs> yeah, and, and you could. I did it last semester. So. You could get a job too. Really? Well, you could get a job. Yeah, but I what's? What I rather just sit and like and be on my phone, chill and yeah. make money. <laughs> I facts. Um, I don't know if I should probably say it on this, but I I showed up like very um in cloud nine to say the least. <laughs> to every single one of my classes throughout <laughs> an entire week. <laughs> and uh dude, it's probably the most amazing thing because then like forget about your phone, forget about swiping on Tinder halfway through. You're just like you're listening to the rabbi very strictly and <laughs> you're like, yeah, wow, wow. insightful. Yeah. No, yeah, you like get in you get interested. The one thing I actually the most important thing I learned from that class is Rabbi Lokic, uh when I was a pledge, he gave us a really good story. You might remember it. It's about the purple coats and the white coats. Yeah. Yeah. You want to yeah. tell it? I don't know. Have I told you about it? No. I mean, essentially, it's like, well, I, there was no white coats, but it was basically like this utopian society, and there's this king. and Oh, everyone, you did. Yeah. Nobody's committing crimes. And then like, yeah, I mean, it basically just kind of says how we're like special yeah. as Jews. No, wait, wait. Tell <laughs> it. Tell it. Tell it. Okay. <laughs> so essentially, there's this king and a utopia. Everyone's like no crimes everyone's nice to each other everyone's great and then uh and then all of a sudden some like one person commits a crime and the king's like oh my god my utopia is like being like crushed like it's gonna like fall apart it's gonna turn into shambles and then he basically like one of his advisors is like yo i have an idea we make like certain people like with per we put people um we put purple jackets on like people and they're like the role models for society and like they'll be like seen as like the role models they'll like act really well and good and like people will follow their lead and not commit any crimes like the purple jacket people don't and so then it works everyone is like following the purple jacket people modeling their behavior doing good things and then a purple jacket person commits a crime and that's essentially a person like harvey weinstein who is a jew but he's an asshat and how like you know like we we are supposed to be this model and if we're not like it, it breaks down the concept yeah yeah i mean there's one we're a light onto the nations there's one flow specifically with yoni so yoni is perfect yeah, aside right. he's committing a crime by having this podcast <laughs> no, why because it's too good <laughs> dude i actually think like this could be the greatest podcast of all time i told yoni that before we started imagine one day you have about a hundred thousand a million, a hundred million listeners, right? BH. BH. <laughs> and uh, everyone, like, they'll go back, and I'll be famous, obviously, and they'll scroll back to the day that I'm I'm on this podcast, and they hear about yeah. how I was, I was on cloud nine, and they're like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, you're going to be like Mark Zuckerberg in, like, yeah. 10 years. And Seven. Then, <laughs> six. That's your new challenge. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, wow, like, biggest tech CEO fucking doing this shit in college and then okay you know. this is super random i watched zero dark 30 in my uh film class recently okay Good and movie. it's a crazy movie great movie 
lots of torture. It's like about, you know, finding and assassinating Osama bin Laden. And then I was thinking about it. And I was like, how did the U.S. know Osama bin Laden orchestrated 9-11? So I looked it up. I couldn't find an answer, man. I could not find the answer. And I'm not Just saying... You know the answer? <laughs> I mean, I think I think the Jews did it. No, I'm, it's so bad. I can't make that joke anymore. I I, I'm not saying, like, it was an inside job. Like, it probably was Osama bin Laden. You think the, the Mossad... Boy, oh you think God. the Mossad found out where he was, and they're like, yo, U.S., like... Yeah. Well, not not according to the movie. I Truthfully, if, if we are doubting anything that we're being told... Um, which is the freedom that we have here specifically, you know? So what's the point of being part of a society and putting our trust within a certain government? So I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you an example. Our fraternity is about, hopefully at the end of the semester will be about 75, 80 people big, which is huge, biggest we've ever been. Um, but what's the point of being in a fraternity, in a community where you're a member who contributes in a certain way? For example, you only makes our videos. Um, What's the point if you don't have faith in the people running it, you know? And I've had this conversation with people who sometimes doubt the decisions or actions that I make as president, um, even though I try to you. give most of the freedom to, yeah, the people. Um, but like sometimes I'll make a decision and it's very doubtful. And I give them that perfect example of Osama bin London, you know? I mean, I'm joking. Maybe you compare like yourself to Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comparing myself to the U.S. government releasing fake stories, or well, I'm I'm digging uh, myself a hole. Okay, dig out, dig yeah, out, yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> I'm a very good president. I'll finish at that. <laughs> good. Actually, I'm writing a paper on on uh, a theory of mine that the United, the way that people think the United States is wrong. Just like about what? Well, because everyone is like, oh, America's great because freedom. But what they don't realize is they're not as free as they think. Mark Zuckerberg. Shahaf will be contributing to the tech surveillance. Shahaf, are you going to go work for Facebook? Don't work for Facebook. Actually, I had an interview with them. I passed the first round, filled the second round. So I think they don't want me at this point. That's okay. It's okay. I'll prove them wrong. You know, I'll hack. (laughs) <laughs> I get into Facebook network and they'll be like, wow, impressive. Yeah. They'll be like, give me a job. I'll be like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be mad funny. Yeah. Man, cool. Manny, what do you study? So I study economics, but I'm planning on double majoring in economics and data science. Okay. So you're a CS guy to an extent. Hopefully. Hopefully I will be. Yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know what they do in data science, but yeah. And so it's pretty similar. It's Python. It's you just get a lot of data sets, or you have to get data from other websites, and um, you just analyze it to a certain extent. It's where the future is at because everything is data related nowadays. Exactly, and econ. It is funny studying econ because a lot of times, like the arguments or theories of econ, they all basically go back to like whether or not people believe them. Like I don't know if you guys have heard of the Phillips curve. But it basically yeah. it's a Phillips curve. The Phillips but curve basically says is inflation and unemployment. Right. Oh. They have an inverse relationship. So when unemployment's low, inflation's high, according to the Phillips curve. Yeah. And I was true. reading in my economics textbook that it only sometimes is true. And basically what determines whether or not it's true is whether or not expectations are anchored, which means people like expect inflation to go up, which basically just means that it's 
it's fake <laughs> yeah no literally like half of like determining is like like uh i know i remember learning like like in supply and demand like even the most basic of economic things like concepts it's like one of the factors that can shift the curves is expectations Jeez. which is just completely like like you know like it's stuff. not even anything material it's like whatever like people think is gonna yeah, happen I, and then not just shift can you imagine like so one huge rumor can shift the entire economy of the whole state of the whole world can you imagine look at the housing crash like the housing crash in theory when the housing market crashed in the u.s in 2008 it should not have crashed the entire economy, but then it crashed the entire global it, economy. It crashed no, other sectors, even though it was kind of mainly, yeah, you're right. Well, so I, I've been watching this podcast for a while. Usually when you guys post on Instagram, you have like a lot of photos around like the title. Put like the Phillips curve, like a purple jacket or something. <laughs> Maybe a picture of myself. Yeah. Send, send us a good headshot of you. Oh, yeah. Give us one with your man button. Oh, wow. Shahaf's been rocking the man button as of I, recently. Rocking it. But actually do you want so we obviously post our episodes on youtube too i'm putting a picture of shakha with, with jesus hair on on the video shakha, yeah you need to send me the picture of shakha all right shakha. shakha i got a question for you he That's had long way. ass hair how many seven-year-olds do you think you could take on in a fight at once to the death that's a good question seven, no no, no seven-year-olds well uh you have to kill them I have to kill. Oh my god! It's a fight to Zero. the death. Oh my! Oh, it's a fight to death. So they're gonna kill you if you don't kill them. You know, it reminds me of that episode of Rick and Morty where you have like these two seven-year-olds. You know, like Rick fights President Obama pretty much, and then he gets the blow. I only watched like the first two episodes. Okay, I'll, you can look it up about later. It. Can, okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. It's like okay, so the president. Great episode. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The president and Rick are fighting one another and they're using like this amazing technology, um, which I will be inventing at some point, a synonym play of the boring company of Elon Musk. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Am I? I don't know. Anyways, um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, the president like blows this whistle and there's like this very sharp noise. And all of a sudden, these two girls are coming outside of a wall and they're completely hypnotized and they're just chasing Rick and they're like, they know Taekwondo and some Jiu-Jitsu and Krav Maga and shit and it just goes crazy. So these seven-year-olds are, I would say, average. They're yeah, not... normal seven-year-old. They like to draw with crayons. Okay, But okay, they also okay. like to roughhouse because they're seven. But they're not like Krav Maga masters. Is everyone on the podcast getting asked that question? We asked it fairly. Actually, maybe we should just make this our consistent guest question. It should be like an interview. Well, I have, I have, a, a, I have a follow-up, but I need an answer, Yechov. Yeah, okay. okay, sorry. Yeah, I never gave you oh, an yeah. answer. I would say one I could take, two I could take, three I could take. Four will be a little challenging, but I could take. Um, I would say probably like to the death, uh, a 13 would be a good number. Yeah, maybe 14. But like past that is just an army. And then yeah, yeah. okay, that's yeah. fair. That's, solid, that's like realistic. I don't know what All I right. said, but yeah, it's probably something along those lines. But I have a follow up. Would you rather fight one horse sized chicken or 10 chicken sized horses? Definitely one horse sized chicken. Yeah, yeah, I can take him. Definitely yeah, one horse sized chicken. It's... That's a fucking huge chicken, it's bigger than yeah. Oh, like yeah. horses are like fast and like yeah, yeah like it's a chicken well, what, what is it gonna do it's gonna bok bok at me <laughs> hit me with no, but it, like it, it's coming for danger you know wow it's hungry it's coming for coming for danger coming yeah. for blood horses aren't that big either are they yeah 
I don't know. They're ch- different shapes. Like chickens, like no, it's a big foot, horse, two foot animal. It's a big horse. Yeah, definitely big horse one, one chicken sized horse. Well, I would take I would take the horse sized chickens. Really? Why? <laughs> wait, wait. You say chicken sized horse? Yeah, just like the one giant creature. Oh yeah, I'd take the little ones. Why? Because I could just hunt horses. them. Yeah. That's a good point. Just keep them longer. Um, no, that's a solid one. What yeah. was I gonna say? Would you take one horse-sized cock or <laughs> ten cock-sized horses? <laughs> oh, I'm answer now <laughs> we're having a really really cool debate uh debate night coming up at the fraternity we are and, yeah so don't tell anyone i mean i guess we are telling everyone it's coming uh, out on sunday so it's gonna, have th- it's gonna have to come out before that. there's this thing that's called powerpoint night and you probably saw it on tiktok or something you will be divided yeah, yeah. three exactly what you're gonna be this? given the most random topic ever and you have to make a presentation about it so chicken horses for example could be a perfect topic you know um yeah it's pretty good brotherhood event it's all isaac's doing isaac crazy motherfucker yes yeah (laughs) to say the least (laughs) yeah uh yeah Yeah. here you go that's very cool yoni what are you gonna make a powerpoint on i have to get the topic yeah give me horse cocks (laughs) there's a there's a like there's a what do you call it uh jackbox game that's like that where you just get given a a topic that's made up by your friends and then you just have to like oh it's a thing yeah it's, it's called cool. i forgot slides or something we played a lot here but am i sweet we're gamers wow. you know what else i do at the school i do survivor oh yeah uh, i forgot to ask you so oh my gosh i'll preface it with this and then you can explain the rest so you know okay. the show survivor manny yeah of course i forgot to, i forgot to ask about this um so basically bu has their own like version of survivor and they like produce a show with like bu students doing survivor so like i don't know much about it but like how exactly does it work uh, so pretty pretty much to the best of my knowledge there are about 70 80 people who applied for the show which is amazing um out of those people uh there are 18 who actually got accepted to be the cast now probably because i'm a frat wow. president or definitely because i'm a frat president <laughs> they told me that i got elected because why not have a frat president on the show you know yeah you'd be like the jock in the in the crew even though you're just <laughs> exactly. not a jock <laughs> exactly like, like I'm yeah i'm a computer guy. science <laughs> hello but uh, I'm, I'm the goofiest guy ever and essentially what it is it's exactly the game of survivor like you have in the reality show only difference is you're not being thrown in an island by yourself you're on campus you know um and every sunday or tuesday you help to vote someone out and every sunday or tuesday uh you have an immunity challenge so or i'm not going to give too many details about the season just yet just because like yeah, it's not out spoilers. yet yeah but uh there's uh, this girl, Miranda, on it, and she knows Yoni, and that's pretty much why uh, like, I started talking to her. I'm like, straight up to her, hey, you know Yoni, right? With, without even knowing her name. No, I'm joking. Like, that was the other way around. Yeah. yeah, it didn't, didn't make any sense. Anyways, like, uh, you're we, the yeah, we vibed over the fact that we knew Yoni. Um, so he's kind of like my strategy within the game at this moment. Really? Uh, to an extent. Uh, what is <laughs> like is she on the same team as you or no? She's on the same tribe. So here's the thing. Every week you're gonna have to vote someone off. Um so and then all the way until you're 
four, three, or two left, you get to the final, and then all the jury, which are the people you voted out so far, get to vote for you. Now it's really cool, you know. What's the prize? The prize. So yeah, what is it? The, it's it's a cash prize, you know. It's kind of like so every person who participates pays twenty about twenty dollars, which is used for like buffs, challenges, whatnot, and then like it's it's essentially like you know the rest of the money just goes to your pocket, which is sick. Got it. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing that. It takes a good amount of time. Actually, it's like five hours a week on top of like coffee dates and whatnot. And are you still the treasurer of the student body? I am the student body treasurer. I'm also, I last semester was the director. Just take like five grand from that budget onto the survivor cash prize. And then I already did. And then bribe the producers of the show. Give them like a K to give you the four K. So then you're in, it's money laundering. You missed it, man. He already said he did. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm slow. I'm just catching up to shock off speed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wish I could do it. Um, the student government budget is really regulated by yeah, the SAO. Yeah, which is nice. Um, another big thing I'm working on right now is the Bay State House. Oh, yeah. Probably officially happening. What? What's We're going to have a fraternity house? Yeah. That's sick. You guys so, don't have a house right now? Well, so we do and we don't. <laughs> nice. We're a city school, so we don't have like the mansion that you see like it, like kansas university or like the like ohio state yeah like we don't have a frat row so it's not like we like the fraternity houses we have here are like in this neighborhood called alston with a lot of rats and a lot of rats rat city and so you usually get about five to twelve guys to live in one house yeah yeah it's a rented house so it's not like the official fraternity house but like the fraternities have houses but they're just rented houses and they pretty much change every year because you know, yeah we just use the rent. basement in the backyard for the art so it's parties. just like a it's just a regular house that is rented by a fraternity and gets trashed and gotcha. <laughs> you're technically living in the satellite or technically it's i'm living house. i'm i'm the neighbor i'm gonna be neighbors with the house so next year we have the best setup we've ever had um probably the best setup any fraternity on campus has <laughs> which is we have two houses right next to each other they share a backyard the basement is huge soundproofed already elevated platform poles everything is already set for us it's the Emmanuel uh, or Emerson lacrosse team. They left that house. And through some rumors I heard about it, and I was like, let's cop it. And there you go. We got enough people to live there, thankfully. And now our next mission is to be the first fraternity in 20 years at BU yeah. who has a house on campus. So it took me a lot of networking throughout winter break. I talked to nationals, um, the N-word, which is pretty much uh, the organization <laughs> <National>. that... <laughs> which is pretty much the organization that oversees our um, kind of like every chapter across the nation of API. And I told him, look, like API MIT doesn't exist anymore. Their house is on BU property. I know that they have a contract with you or whatever, but we're growing fast. We have really good guys. We're really interested in having it. I can get you X amount of guys to live there this upcoming semester. And they're like, you know what? If you get me a meeting with administration, after a lot of networking, it took me a good amount of time. If you give me a minute with a, a meeting with administration about that house and you convince them to do it, then we're game. So uh, uh, I met with an administration. They're definitely interested. We're finalizing the details on March 2nd and hopefully March 3rd will be the first fraternity to revolutionize Greek life on campus at Boston University and to have a house with its own gym, its own kitchen. Yeah, it's like 35 a, beds. Yeah, it's like a it's like a 35 state. beds, 25 yeah. bedroom, 35 beds. Yeah, it's that like, is yeah. huge. So it's like an apartment complex, essentially. It's like an East Campus, but like it's like a like it's big. It's big. It's like those state school mansions that you like it's hear about. A seven million dollar property in the city on the river. 
on the you trail. have like a basement and like a crazy backyard so i'm sure so there's a basement there's a backyard there's no basement and we are probably not going to have any parties there it's where we're going to yeah. end our composite have our letters outside of it facing the street you know it's where we're going to have chapter meetings gym kitchen private kosher chef bh um that'd but, be uh, sick. <laughs> that's, that's hopefully where the heart of the fraternity is going to be while we also have those Alston houses addressed wow. like you mentioned <laughs> yeah <laughs> see because that's that's how uh usc works is there's like a meet there's greek row where there's just like 13 frats and like 11 sororities on this one street and then guys bought like rent houses other places so if they don't want to throw a party at the official house they can just throw a party somewhere. yeah that's basically how it would work but yeah it's very interesting a lot yeah yeah so it's it's uh i'm gonna i'm gonna get the signature of myself and nationals and administration i'm gonna frame it and put it at the house i'm, I'm gonna dedicate a whole room for a temple for myself <laughs> no. meanwhile shakhov's doing all this other stuff and he's like a computer science major like developing some shit which by the way what do you want to like what what job do you want when you get out of college since you're a senior so, you're graduating that's early, a great, that's i don't a know how question. because it's spring semester yeah so technically i graduated last semester i got my bachelor's on paper oh you did i'm just walking this semester and then because it's like oh. a, so what i'm doing is it's called the bams which i get my bachelor's my ba and my master's my ms all in computer science oh dope. now essentially it's supposed to be a four-year program now, because i transferred here they limited me on credits so it's kind of like a four plus one point like plus 0.5 so it's like four years plus one semester um yeah. so instead of doing one more semester i'm doing one year as part-time where i'm gonna get my master's essentially you just have to do eight more classes after you finish your undergrad criteria to get your master's oh, wow which is what i started this semester for computer oh, science mm -hmm. classes absolutely killing my life are they like a lot harder than you? It's a lot. It's they're more interesting because finally, like they're deep, like they're digging deep in digging. <laughs> they're <laughs> digging deep inside the actual like NLP, natural language processing, and machine learning and data science. So learn the actual concepts and the math, and I do actual projects that I can use in the future. Yeah. Like, for example, I just got access to all the Twitter data through the AE API. API. Oh wow. API. And uh, we're analyzing trends about some Star Wars NFT that is about to come based on previous tweets and users and reviews and likes and whatever from other users, kind of recognizing trends about certain NFTs. So let's say there's X, a group of users who tweeted about a certain NFT before. We can recognize through a bot if that group of users tweets about more and more and more NFTs and their prices go up based on that. We recognize that trend and pretty much uh, you know, buy NFTs. Being able to analyze that data can make you serious money because you know, then you kind of basically know what NFTs are going to do are well. Work. Yeah, it's kind of huge. Wow. So that's actually very cool. Well, not to flex, but I did make Wordle on my computer. Did you get the word? You have to use the, the terminal today? though. It's not did you get interface. The, did you get the word today, man? I didn't do it. Manny, do you know what Wordle is? No idea. We had, wow. we had all the seniors pull up to the house last night. I saw like a few. Um, and uh, exactly at 11.58, Leo Lobby yells, everyone do Wordle, everyone do Wordle. And everyone who's completely fucked up, by the way, <laughs> just opens their phone and there's absolute silence. Jake okay. Rosen is the first it, one to get it. Wow. <laughs> I know. Okay, basically Wordle is, you have to guess a five-letter word. And so you guess like the first word, you have no clues. And then it basically tells you if the, if 
like what the letters you put for that word if it's in the word but it's in the wrong place or if it's in the word and in the right place so it'll turn green if it's in the word and it's in the right place and it'll be yellow if it's in the word but it's not in the right place and then you just have to guess what the word is oh that's easy and so i yeah. built i coded my own version of that on what do i even use oh yeah that's so cool code, put like, a picture of that too visual yeah, yeah. studio code whatever no way what, what but yeah i made it my ide sharp no java yeah, we learned java in 112 um so so you can play wordle so i can play wordle code. but it's it's only in the terminal so there's no like interface oh. and how how do you What's randomly generate cool? a word so like basically i downloaded like a, a fat word list from um oh that's sick like and they gave us randomly... they gave us a they gave us a doubt yeah they gave us like a, a a massive list of words it's pretty cool and then you randomly select one yeah like our code yeah code. wait did you choose this or was this what you had to do oh no it was, it was part of a it was part of homework. It was my homework. <laughs> right, but my, did you have to do Wordle or like? Set. Oh, um, well, I guess it was. It was. I mean, like you, they recommended that you like tried it out, and knew what the game was, so you could understand what you were trying to build. It's kind of cool. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I've played it. Yeah, Very I played cool. it in the past. I don't play it every day though. I kind of like in my one twelve class, I built Snake. That's cool. Yeah. Am I gonna do that? I, I don't know. I didn't take one twelve. Oh, you didn't. Take All right. Well, I mean, that's amazing. And so I wait, what do you say? want to do? You don't want to oh yeah. So I after after my after I'm getting my masters. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> after I'm getting my masters, I'm probably gonna work in New York, hopefully for some big tech firm. Um, hopefully Facebook, Google, you know, Amazon, whatever, Microsoft. Yeah. Um, and save money, connections, capital, whatever, throughout three, four years. Um, my dad always told me that one day you'll be a project manager. In order to become a project manager, you have to get your hands dirty a little bit, which means code from the bottom up. If you get your master's, it saves you about three to six out of those 10 years. So hopefully, like I'll get my master's, but then it'll save me those three to six years. I'll work for another, another three to six years, I'll become a project manager. And after three to four years of that, hopefully I have enough connections, money, capita, based myself in some location in California or New York. Um, have a family and probably start my own startup you know which i will be working on 12 hours a day for five days a week and it'll be very successful and then i'll retire at the age of 40. uh see i i think um, that's a very <laughs> good plan but you're leaving some stuff up to uh some stuff seems like you can't 100 percent control that like how do you ensure that a startup successful that even though you don't know what startup you're gonna make exactly it's gonna get done look at this <laughs> look at this guy I have men's fire. That's a very good point. Yeah, no. Nah, but uh, truthfully, yeah. like a lot of things are in question mark. Um, That's like, for example, I never thought I'd be a frat press, and here I am, you know. Um, frat press. Yeah. That's, and that's, you still got to meet someone to have a family with. Yeah. That's no problem for Shaka. <laughs> has to be Jewish, though. Has to be Jewish. Anyways. No goys? No goys. No we don't do goys. <laughs> we don't do Gentiles. <laughs> <laughs> only purple jackets only purple jackets vh yeah and with uh with that uh very nice podcast something that can go along nice with your purple jacket um figuratively and literally is you can cop a cop a mug very nice podcast mug on etsy on our etsy shop only eight bucks very cheap oh my god only eight bucks very nice yeah wow. it's crazy it's so check that fashion. out um follow us on instagram and tiktok we post funny clips there um subscribe on apple podcasts follow on spotify um you know stay in touch you know keep listening leave a review on apple Podcasts. it helps please do the algorithm shock knows that it 
boost our traff can you just like hack into apple Podcasts and spotify to boost our (laughs) ratings okay um yeah and with that we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and uh we'll see you guys later bye-bye